Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. What's going on? Facebook Live, YouTube, Paddle and Finn podcast listeners. I was thinking about that today, Jay. Like we always say, what's up, Facebook Live, YouTube? We never say what's up to the Facebook list or the uh, podcast listeners. What's Paddle and Finn? We've been neglecting them. I apologize, oh, boys man. and girls. If you're listening on the podcast, I'm thinking of you. So I apologize. I apologize. What's new, brother? Not much, man. Just enjoying the heat down here. Oh, you poor baby. <laughs> I'm not down in t- Tennessee, <laughs> looking at the mountains, crying like a baby. I'm not whining at all. It's great. uh drop in the comments where you guys are tuning in from what kind of kayak you're floating out of all that good stuff man let's uh get some folks in here share this up uh we got sandy kennedy in the house i know we've been having a little bit of uh some connection issues but i think we got them all worked out so uh yeah should be a good show sandy's from new jersey she chases multiple species of fish but snakehead's one of her specialties uh she's one of my uh new canoe teammates so uh always good to chat with her uh d andrew watson in the house gotta apologize man i didn't see that Susie had replied to your question in the noobs tournament and then i replied basically saying the same thing so i'm sorry man good luck this month in the uh noobs tournament uh slifka's in the house what's up old slifka and uh, a couple of the uh great lakes guys i think are camping out here tomorrow night for the lake geneva tournament this weekend that got rescheduled uh so it should be should be a good time good time a little barbecue action you know (laughs) all that good stuff see what you're missing from moving away jay (laughs) yeah they don't have anything like that here (laughs) <laughs> just had to throw that one-two punch in there, you know. <laughs> it's 
all good. I'll see you uh, <laughs> Yeah. Better. Better. Freaking moving to Tennessee. <laughs> Leave me here by myself. Son of a gun. Uh, let's get our guest of the hour in the house, Mrs. Sandy Kennedy. Uh, Sandy, you got us? Oh my God, where's my picture at? <laughs> It's she has us. She has us uh, audioly, so that's good. Um, I do have the audioly. Um, if you click uh, settings in the bottom of the oh, screen, yes. there that should uh, turn your camera on if you select one. But uh, for those that don't know, Sandy's from uh, it's New Jersey, correct? Yes, I am from Jersey. I'm Jersey that's girl. Jersey girl fishing on Instagram. I couldn't remember. I, I think what it was is I was talking to our guy from Waypoint TV and he's in Rhode Island. So for some reason I was thinking Rhode Island and I knew that was completely wrong. But um, you chase a, a, a multiple multitude of like different species of fish up in your area. And I know I've done a podcast with you before and we've talked about the snakehead and stuff, but um which I want to get in all that uh, good stuff because that's something that's intriguing to me. Um, and Jay likes fish with teeth, so I'm sure he's going <laughs> to enjoy this episode. <laughs> so uh, for for the folks that may not know you, uh, just give us a little background on like who you are, where you're from, how you got into fishing, and all that good stuff. I think I'm getting my camera setting on now. Hold on. <laughs> all right. All right. I don't know what's going on here. It's all good. We can, but you can, we can do hear audio. us with we, Yeah, we, we have well, audio maybe, connection. That's good maybe enough. Maybe that's better. No one could see me. I'm mysterious. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who's oh, this yes. mysterious um, woman on the podcast? <laughs> Snakeheads are my claim to fame. Possibly. There's not too many women out there fishing for them that sure. I have yeah. seen. Uh, it's kind of a taboo sport, if you may. Like, a lot of people are really threatened by snakeheads. They think that they're going to devour everything in the area and they're going to, you know, their bass fishing is going to be devoured by these snakeheads. But um, I've been fishing for them since 2014. And I got to tell you, I've caught some nice bass under their snakehead fry. So mm. they're swimming side by side. They're eating each other. Mm. We got to make the best of it. It's like um, you get lemons, you got to make lemonade. Sure. Snakeheads, you catch some snakeheads. <laughs> I like that analogy, and I know, like the the last time we did a podcast together, you were kind of saying that, like that's that's kind of like a big thing that's, or I don't want to say myth because I don't know if it's a myth or if it's true or not, but like you know, it. it a lot of folks thought that these snakeheads would decimate like the bass population, which I remember when we first talked, like you had said that, um, you know, it doesn't really seem like it's affected it at all, really. Um, of course, some, they're going to compete for food. So that was really the main thing. People think that they're going to out-compete bass for food. Um, that's always, you know, something you're going to worry about. If I could snap my fingers and take snakeheads away, of course I would. They're not supposed to be here. But largemouth bass are also invasive. They were brought here, introduced. So I'm hoping maybe someday that they'll be recognized as a game fish and enjoyed. Yeah, which that that's totally interesting. You know, it's um, are the snakeheads are the ones that could like walk on land or like 
swim on land? I don't know how you would say that. Well, right? They could be out of the water, right? They can be out of the water. Yes, they can breathe for a very long time. They have that <coughs> um, crude lung, I think they call it, where they can breathe air. And they do a sure. lot of times. They show themselves. You can see them gulping for air on the top. But, um, yeah, I, I, they don't really walk on land, but I'm sure if they were put on the shore, they're actually going to go back to the water. If you just dump them off, you catch them, and you drop them on the bank, they instinctively know how to get back to the water. That's interesting. Super interesting. I'm going to pull up a couple pictures of a snakehead here for those folks that may not know what we're talking about, what species they're of fish. Their cousins, the bowfin that are out here that are not invasive, those can also very be Very similar. Very, very yeah. similar fight. Yep. I think um, maybe but I the bowfin dig deep when they when you hook them they tend mm. to like go for the bottom the snake has go aerial and i think snake the snakeheads will go aerial too oh yeah they go aerial a lot they love to jump out of the water interesting 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 so when like you got your out fishing for these things like what what kind of like rod and reel setup are you using because like and what kind of fishing line because those teeth are pretty gnarly I mean, are well, you I, using like 50, 60 pound braid or something? I know people that do, but no, 20 pound braid. I okay. just like to check the line for phrase. Like if I catch one, I'll tend to check it. I don't always check it, but 20 pounds seems to be good. No problem. Medium heavy rod. I like to be seven feet not or under. Sure. Okay. And, and um, what kind of like baits and techniques are you guys using to go after these things? It's pretty much everything that you would use for bass. Right now, okay. like this time of year, um, I, in spring, I usually do like subsurface. And okay. Right now, it's like I'll be using like a swim bait. But frogs, hmm. people are catching them on frogs, top water. Yeah, I've heard that, that you could uh, get into a pretty cool topwater bite with these things, just running frogs over weave beds and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. That's the best. I think that's the best way to catch them, topwater. No doubt. Hounds down, like, my favorite. Are you going out, like, sight fishing for them, or is it just basically you're just fishing an area like you typically would for, uh, for a largemouth bass? Well, in the spring, I, I usually bank fish. Okay. And you're not really sight fishing for them right now, but definitely when they have fry, you could, it's like a beacon. You see their babies, they're bubbling in the water. You're there, there's snakehead fry right there. I'm going to throw a top water frog across them. Hmm. How, I mean, how long does it take for, for one of these things to get like a decent size? Like, is it a, Many years, couple years. I think within like two years. Two years, size. Like, okay. Because I know, like the the thing with us over here, invasive species wise, is the Asian carp, and those things eat. Isn't it like their body weight a day, Jay, or something like that? I honestly don't know, but I do know they're heavily destructive, and they can reproduce like up. three or four times a year. That sounds like snakeheads, actually. Yeah, I was like just reading actually about this. 
the snakeheads can have as uh, the females can carry as many as fifty thousand eggs. Yeah, it's, so, it's insane. Yeah, that's a lot of snakeheads, like potential snakeheads. <laughs> so it, it's really mind blowing to me that I still know people that haven't caught them yet, and they're throughout the Delaware. Every tidal water connected to the Delaware. I'm like, how do you not catch them? They're mm. everywhere. So uh, this report says Asian carp can eat anywhere between 5 and 40% of its body weight in a day. Wow. That's uh, pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Considering, yeah, how Scary. hefty those things, how hefty they are. <clears throat> like, they're just nuts. You're fishing them mainly um, on the Delaware, huh? Um, the snakeheads? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're um, throughout the Delaware any tidal creek connected to it um, it's uh it says that a snakehead can consume up to third of its size or may consume prey up to a third of its size so i mean it's kind of like a snake down, man. yeah yeah, yeah right right <laughs> it, so i think bass really- are only like half right that's a good question too it's really weird because like um, some of the places that we've caught them, like I've been fishing for them or trying to fish for them since 2013. I didn't catch my first one until 2014. Mm-hmm. But um, some of the places we actually caught them in, they're not there anymore. They move. So oh, they're cool. a very shy fish. And if a place gets beat to death, it seems like they move out of there. Interesting. So they're kind of smart. Yet they're very intelligent. They remind me of trout, which is another fish. That, <laughs> that's something um, I have a love-hate relationship with trout because they're very smart also. The farm-raised trout, they seem to learn. Sure, 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 sure. Um, this says a largemouth bass can consume as much as 5% of their body weight daily. So definitely not as much as a carp or a snakehead. So I guess we could say an Asian carp and a snakehead is like the fat guy of the of the lake. Yeah, (laughs) fat smart guy. (laughs) They just eat too much. There there are so many um, so many fish on the invasive species list in my state. Like even warmouth. You think like a warmouth? Like really, that's an invasive species? What do they? What damage do they do? Yeah, I mean, a warmouth yeah. is basically a bluegill. And we know how vicious bluegills are, like for what they are. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, as far as joking goes, I mean, those things are pretty. Like, if they were full size, like you know, gigantic, those would be a force to be reckoned with. As far as yeah, um, like you know, other species in the water. Yeah, yeah, I got I, the I, list I, list here for. Uh, for invasive species for New Jersey, there's three kinds of carp, green sunfish, flathead catfish, snakehead, warmouth, oriental weatherfish. What the heck is I that? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> that sounds invasive. <laughs> Here, dude, I'm going to pull this on the screen. It, 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 it looks <laughs> wild. Super crazy. Uh, we have quite a few here. We really do. 
Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. It's like, is that this just, thing? I wonder if, I wonder if it's from like overfishing or what? I don't know, dude. It's like a, it's got it's like like a catfish and a snakehead. Oh my God. Yeah. That does look like a catfish and a snakehead. Catfish and snakeheads are making babies in New Jersey. Watch out, folks. You know what? Crossbreeding <laughs> hybrids. Hey, life always finds a way. Yeah, for That's, sure. Just like That's crazy. Parks. Yeah, I wonder where they I would have never there. thought that many invasive species in New Jersey. Yeah, but I mean, I guess with, have, the, um, with the nuclear plants here, you know. Oh, yeah. so you got so, fish with three eyes. Yes, we do. <laughs> I mean, it, it's unrelated to like invasive species, but I remember reading an article about somebody somewhere in Pennsylvania, somebody had like, I think it was Pennsylvania or New Jersey, one of the two, um, had let piranhas go and yeah. people were kicking piranhas out of a lake. I, I heard that too. <laughs> I actually heard that too. <laughs> It's like that's not good. <laughs> like that's like flushing your gold. Like they tell you not to flush goldfish down the toilet. <laughs> it's like if, if the like, snakeheads actually. Prize. At one point, you could buy snakeheads in the pet shop. I remember actually oh. saying that. So well, oh, there's yeah. so many theories with the that. Like a, yeah, a food source. They flush their snakeheads. <clears throat> you never know. So for Illinois, we got big head carp brown trout, the salmon, like both species of salmon, the rainbow trout, brown trout, which I'm assuming they're referring to Lake Michigan. Those were actually planted in there in the Great Lakes. Um, the common carp, goldfish, muskie is actually uh, an invasive really? species. Wow. Yeah, in Illinois. Uh, and striped bass. Wow, huh. really? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Like, the sports fish that you think are sport fish are not. They're invasive. That's kind of man. Now I want to go down the rabbit hole of looking up every state and see what fish <laughs> isn't native. But it's when you were in Idaho, didn't like smallmouth were uh, like a non-native species of fish, or am I thinking no. of somewhere else? No, no, not in Idaho. Um, no, um, I can't. Oh, they have. Oh, what is that fish called? They're, I forget their invasive. Uh, the pike minnow. Like we were catching okay. a bunch of those. Those are the ones in the snake are huge. Like I'm, I didn't even know what, what the thing was. I had it. Steve told me. I was like, what sure. is this? And he and he was like, well, we, he basically he caught the first one like speed fishing with like a Ned rig, because we were going down the the current. On the river, he's just bouncing this thing like vigorously, and those pike minnows just jack it. And they tell huh. you, like, when you catch a pike minnow, toss it 
you know, toss it on the shore or something, you know, dispatch mm-hmm. it in some way. But, well, that's like the the grass carp here in my lake. Um, I I actually hooked one the other night. Did I send you that video? Yeah, you did. I haven't post, I haven't posted yeah. it yet, but it was uh, I think it had to be like fifty pounds. They want you to get it that, out of the out of the yeah. lake. Couldn't even the day. I was by myself. Oh my there God. you go. Oh, bam. There okay, we go. Here I am. Okay. Here I am. <laughs> I'm here. Got it. Sorry, guys. I like it. No, no Sorry, worries. No worries at all. But um, uh, I just watched something. So are you a huge Mike Iaconelli fan since you're like Delaware River, this New Jersey? He's my best friend. Or... He's is my he? boy. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen I've, him in like two years. I've been, I've been watching um, – this kind of like documentary series that he released and uh, in there they were, he was talking about how uh, BASS went to the Delaware river and he got super excited and uh, day one didn't turn out so great for him, but then he came back over a four day tournament and actually won that event. Could you imagine he said if that, he didn't win that? I, I couldn't yeah. even imagine well, and and he talks about that in that documentary, and uh, it you know he said that win meant more to him than winning AOI or the Bassmaster Classic, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. Like I wish it would bring something like the back here because there's a lot of fishing people here, and you don't really think about that throughout the you know the East Coast. You don't really think about bass enthusiasts but yes we do exist and we showed up so speak of the devil every time every time he mentions something like that i'm gonna say bring it back to jersey bring it back to jersey every time michael canelli says something i'm like you got to do something here doesn't he do a charity event up there every year well he used to but now it's pretty much um he's been kind of spreading it around he did maryland and i think it's like New York, New York or something upstate he's doing now. But I hit him up every once in a while. He posts something like bring it back to Jersey. Nice. And <laughs> bring it back here. I like it. I like it. I like it. When did you um when did you get into a kayak, like in kayak fishing? Oh god. The banana boat, my first kayak was um a Dick's Sporting Goods special. <laughs> nice. Oh, two thousand and nine, I think. Okay. We first had kayaks. It was really before the sport was popular around here. We were like the first people out there. Yeah, because you and your husband both both are big into yeah. kayak fishing, correct? He's actually OG snakehead fishing around here. Okay. Okay. He's, he's um one of the originals. Yeah. Right on. Right on. So when you're not chasing snakeheads, like what's your second fish you'd like to chase out in your area? Well, my heart is always with bass. Okay. Um, I've had a, a new appreciation for crappy fishing lately. Okay. I didn't realize it was not just a fish you fish for in the winter when it was dead. Yeah. <laughs> fish for them year round. I didn't realize that. Sure. But um, yeah, picking up on that, doing some uh, BFS fishing for them, which I never did before. That's a lot of fun though. So. What is that exactly? Like bait caster. Okay. All right. All right. So you guys are doing uh, some some uh, saltwater fishing. 
little salt water fishing too. Hopefully yeah. more this year than last year and the year before. But um, yeah, I mean we're right by the Jersey Shore. We're like forty minutes away, so. I got to ask you: Is the Jersey Shore all it's cracked up to be? <laughs> did you watch the TV show Jersey Shore? I did. Yeah, buddy. Uh, party's here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember being there as a kid. I went down to the boardwalk and all that stuff. It's pretty cool down there. Well, I usually go to um, Brigantine the Fish or Ocean City. They're okay. the more family friendly ones, not like the MTV show. Seaside Heights or whatever Seaside that is. Heights. Wildwood's a little bit wild. So. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, hopefully, I get I caught one flounder ever. My first flounder a couple years ago. Bluefish. Never caught a striper. That's my goal. They're delicious. I really like to catch them. You know, if I can. Well, they get huge out there. I know that's like yeah. a big like guide industry thing out there is fishing for those huge stripers. Yeah. But you got to um, go out a little ways, right? You can't catch those up by shore. You got to yeah. kind of get offshore a little bit. Yeah. My husband gets seasick, so I don't see any charter boats in our future. So Tell it's him to man up. Drama me. Yeah. Right? Let's go. <laughs> always like uh surf fishing for us so you just gotta learn to pre-drink before the boat right i think so <laughs> yeah, we'll mix a little dramamine in there yeah you know, there you go it's always good yeah get them feeling good and just throw them on the yeah. boat say this is what exactly. we're doing this is the part where Put we your... say we are not doctors and we are not qualified to give any kind of <laughs> consultation or advice. This is just merely what we do on the set. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, it's super cool. I dig it. Like you earlier, like Jersey in a state, a lot of folks think of to go fishing. I mean, me and Jay can relate, you know, like, well, Jay was in Illinois. Now he's in Tennessee. Everybody wants to go to Tennessee and fish. Yeah, I'm but, like legit. Uh, I'd lost all my Illinoisian status. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, if there was if there was one thing that you think like is overlooked by like fishermen that would potentially want to go fish New Jersey, like what are they missing? What would you tell them? Is like. You need to go do this if you're going to come to New Jersey and fish. Well, I guess, you know, the shore. You can't beat the shore. You're always going to catch something good there. Um, we do have snakeheads here, which is a big draw for a lot of people. You can't catch them across sure. the country. So there's limited spots. You got like Maryland, Pennsylvania. So Florida too, bullseyes. I, I want to go to Florida and catch a bullseye. I haven't caught one of those yet, but I don't know. Jersey is kind of a hard sell. <laughs> like, I don't think too many people really want to come here. <laughs> uh, Sopranos. Is it Atlantic City? Atlantic City is in New City. Jersey, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's right ghetto now, so I don't know if you want to really come there. I don't. Know. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Jersey Shore has tainted all that. So yeah, everyone right. just thinks of all those goops. 
Hey, I'm from the murder capital. I used to be used to be the murder capital, Camden. That's where I'm from. I think we've been trumped by a few other states, counties, cities. Yeah, there's a couple uh, not so good places out there. I was really proud of that. I'm from the murder capital. Not You're like I survived. <laughs> I survived. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I walked out alive. Yes, yeah. stabbed the ball with my fishing pole. I, I, I used to hear a lot of stuff about when I used to live in Joliet, and people would be like, "Oh man, Joliet! Like, yeah, you are you like dodging bullets, dodging bullets out there? Like, yeah, yeah all rough. the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And then people people ask me like, "Did you fish when you were young? How did you start out?" And no, I didn't fish in Camden. Like, um, that wasn't really a thing. I don't even know if there's lakes in Camden. We have the river. Um, I didn't really venture far, so. It's like, go to school, go home. Go to school, go home. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I stayed on the, the path. Don't look at anybody. You're like, no eye contact. <laughs> yeah, anyway, exactly. calls you. Keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> Learn to run. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I know you mentioned the, the Delaware River, uh, which, which is kind of an interesting body of water from um, – what I understand is uh, it's a it's a tidal waterway or a, a tidal swings uh, in and out of this river, and it raises and lowers like I believe it was like seven to eight feet oh, yeah. on any given part of the day, which makes yeah, it I mean, like super interesting and different. That right? is really interesting because when the pros were fishing the Delaware River for that tournament you're talking about, mm-hmm. they were stumped. Some of them got beached. And they're just like, oh my god! I remember trying to talk to Kevin Van Dam after the tournament, and he just blew by me like not nobody's business. Like he didn't want to talk to me. I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> like some of them really did bad on that because they're used to fishing, I guess, lakes that are plentiful and not tidal, and you can catch big bass on them. The Delaware was tough for those pros, really tough. <laughs> Yeah, I know that. Um, <clears throat> it's just interesting to me with like the tidal swings because when that water was pulling out, I mean, it looked like it was moving. It's treacherous. It like super swift currents, and I mean, you got to imagine eight feet of water just rushing out and then coming back in. It's it's pretty insane, and I guess I didn't realize like how close it was, you know, to the ocean. Like basically, you got the the inlet down there in the Delaware Bay, right? Like pushing yeah. and pulling not in and out of there, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't I don't want to mess with that in a kayak. I'll stay Do you guys all- get like saltwater species that make their way up into that that area, like around Philly? Stripers. Yeah, stripers come through. Okay. They come through to me. So um there's uh, I think maybe they might be moving through right now, or I might have missed the striper migration. Okay. But I know a lot of people that were catching them off of the Delaware. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. No, it's super, super cool, super unique uh, waterway there. I know, like, that's a huge thing on the Delta out in California as well, you know, Uh uh, we got a question from uh, Mr. Carroll. He says, uh, what's the fishing like in Delaware Bay versus the open ocean? 
Um, I haven't really fished much of it, but um, I fish National Park off, uh, like off of the Delaware, like, and I've caught shorts stripers, like the short stripers, mm-hmm. and a few little perch because they were actually biting on the bait that I had for stripers. Nice. So. Nice. I mean, you catch a lot of stuff in there. I actually saw like someone caught a sturgeon there, and I was like, "A sturgeon?" Oh, oh you just talking uh, Steve's language, Mister Carroll. A sturgeon in there. Yeah, J- Jay's done that with, with yeah. yeah Steve out in Idaho, and that's what he does is he catches huge sturgeon out of really? a kayak. I would love to catch oh, one yeah. of those. Yeah, I caught Mr. Carroll. There. And, he yeah. will, uh, he's up. caught bigger ones like so mine like in girth wasn't even anywhere near so like, have you seen that video of the sturgeon jumping out of the water right next to the kayak you have to have seen I'll, this. I'll find it you I'll should find it. it so that's Steve Steve's video. Steve, so Steve was actually recording it and there and one of his friends or something was in front of him and so with the sturgeon when you catch it especially in more shallow water if you start just yanking on the rod while you're reeling, you can bring that fish up and it'll go airborne because they'll actually jump out of the water when they're like early in the mornings or like when they're active, they'll like, they'll jump out of water like whales do, right? Or whatever other kind of, like even carp, they'll just go straight out of the water and do whatever they're doing and splash down. But you can actually horse one up to the surface and it is crazy how close this, you know, I think it was over eight feet, but it was, uh, Estimated to be like 250 to like, I think 300 or three and a quarter pounds, maybe even 350. Um, and I think Steve, if you want to correct me on that, but uh, it's a huge fish, huge fish. But we, we ended up bringing up so many, but they're fun. I mean, it's, it's a challenge to do it. Um, and they live in very specific, you know, bodies of water. And it is just amazing. Like Steve's a man. I mean, if anybody wants to catch right a sturgeon, this is the guy. Especially, I mean. It's Scuba Cuda out here. Um, I'm out here with one of our one of our good friends, Bryce Thompson. And uh, he's going to be on the Cuda HD today. We're going to be targeting some big sturgeon. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Yeah, so Steve just said this, that it was about 300 pounds. Like this fish that's going to jump out of the water. Look at that. Oh, my God. It's huge. And, and, it, and even though that looks amazing it's a lot different in in person to see these fish like a torpedo coming oh 
yeah the pure size of these things it's just and when you're in a kayak i mean they're they're the size of the kayak pretty much i mean it's That's just crazy. i just want to nice job on the uh yeah. Nice job on the 80s porn music in the background. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. You said 300 I have the mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, that's a, that's, a good, that's a good time, man. If you ever get time to, like, you've got a bucket list, put that on there and at least give that a whirl. There, Like I said, I mean, I, I know a heck of a lot more now about, about those fish than any, you know, than any other time, obviously. Because we, I've, I've been back to Idaho like three different times. And uh, we were always, I always like, I lost like a, a big one the first time. Um, sure and then I went did. back and skunked. And yeah, well, there's video, video out there, didn't buddy. happen. Yeah. yeah where is no, it? it, it where is it? It's not, it's not my video. It's actually uh, with uh, Jameson. <laughs> it's on the cutting room floor because I couldn't complete the task. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were You get, you get that lot. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a shot. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Steve Sorry, verified. I, he said I watched it happen. So yeah, you, you, yeah, you got some defense there. I still caught one, and you haven't yet, Brian. So there. I haven't Ooh. tried. I haven't tried. Oh, burn. I haven't yeah. tried. It's all right. It's all right. My day will come. I will go visit the infamous Steve Carroll, and I will absolutely dominate Aww. your record by at least a foot. I have no sure. doubt. <laughs> yeah, listen to this. What is, why isn't everybody that comes on? What have I done? Uh, it's just your persona, Jay. It's just uh, apparently, you know, uh, when you got a baby face, you Aww. know, I mean, he's adorable. Oh, <laughs> You're so cute. Just want to grab those <laughs> dimples. See? Yeah. I'm having, I think I there's it. a back dimples. It's the yeah. dimples. <laughs> Always the dimples. I love it's, it. It's the lady I love killer. It. <laughs> oh geez. Um so what's uh what's next? What are you looking forward to most this season, Sandy? Like uh you guys got any big trips planned, uh new species of fish you're planning on chasing or anything like that? Well, flathead catfish. Oh, okay. Invasive species has been on my list. And muskies too, actually. Muskies. Okay. Um, I want to get down the shore more. I haven't really been down there and neglected that. So, and I got my Flint new canoe. So I only had like three trips out on that by the time I got it because of the pandemic. Everybody was like back ordered them and. Sure. So that's something. Nice, nice. And I want to really invigorate the sport of snakehead fishing. I for like it. Go for it. Not it, that many women out there fishing for them. So, mm -hmm. the, this is an interesting question. And I always like asking this whenever I have a, a lady on the podcast. You know, like you say, there's not very many women fishing for snakehead, but I think there's not as many women fishing as I think there should be. Right. And I think um, that's why I love you know, having ladies like yourself on the show to promote that, you know, what do you think holds a lot of women back from, from getting out in, uh, into fishing? Um, maybe a little self-doubt. Okay. I don't think that 
I, I mean, if, if I didn't have anyone to show me how to fish, which when I was growing up, I didn't have anyone that really fished. My dad took us fishing one time and we didn't catch anything. So on the way home from the shore, we bought a fish at the fish market. <laughs> so mm. if, if you really don't have anyone to take you out and show you how to do it, it's not really something girls, I think, are inclined to do. Sure. But I was always kind of a tomboy and I always wanted to do stuff the guys did. And when I met my husband, he's actually the one that got me into fishing. So I don't I don't know. And I know that when I'm out fishing and other women pass me by or little girls, they say, can I go fishing? Can you take me fishing? It's almost like, at least in my state, the women don't really know that that's what they can do. Sure. I think in this, like, you know, the middle of the country, southern states, it's a way of life. People go fishing all the time. But in New Jersey, mm-hmm. not that many women actually fish mm-hmm. here. So I think I would, I would, I would have, have, have to fishing. agree. I would have to yeah. agree because, I mean, it seems like, I mean, because, you know, me and Brian have talked about this before, too, is that, like, I mean, I don't know if it's the same for New Jersey, but I, I know a lot of these, like, bigger city states, like, you're you're kind of taught to be inside more than out. And I think there's a lot of preconditioning that go with that. And especially being a female, um, you guys are, you know, you're supposed to be cute and play with dolls and, you know, not get dirty. And, you know, at least as far as the preconditioning Did goes. you just describe yourself? I did. I did. I did. Uh, you know, always got pure on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, fish, fish are icky. But, uh, <laughs> But I mean, you get down in the country, though. I mean, girls are completely different. I yeah, think, I think it really you know, is. You got you got girls mudding on ATVs, and you know, don't mind getting on the sticks. So I think it has a lot to do with just your correlation and you know, geological location to um, you know where you're living, like near a city or near the country, and and and, and if you got people in your family that are bringing you up that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, had, for, I've had like I was going to say guys too. Ticks and mosquitoes, and people are like, "What are you doing out there?" Yeah, <laughs> getting hooked. Ticks. And like... Well, and it, it, it's an experience, right? You know, like I think a lot of folks don't get to experience the outdoors as much as they should. Granted, like in the past two years, a lot of people back out in the outdoors and experience that because of the things going on in the world, but. Um, I think it's super cool, man. I love it when I see uh, uh, a lady like yourself out there doing it, promoting the sport of fishing to and for women. You know what I mean? And I, it's funny because like every guy I've ever met, you know, it's like if a woman's asked them to teach him, teach them how to fish, like they're like, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know there's kind of a barrier there cause it's a, a, a male dominated dominated like sport slash hobby, you know? So there's some intimidation there. It seems like sometimes from what some of the ladies have said, but um, I love seeing that there's more and more and more folks uh, yeah. getting out there and giving it done. You know, that that's really crazy that you mentioned that because like a lot of people that I know and I talk to them about me fishing, they're like, what do I do? I get messages on Facebook, on Instagram, from where I work. They're like, how do I start? What do I have to do? What can I use? 
And I'm like, this is really cool that they're asking me, that they trust me to give them information. No, it's, it's super cool. Like Susie that works with the podcast here, you know, and, uh, she just did, uh, there's a, a woman's event every year, um, that they do. And they try to switch locations last year. I think it was at table rock Lake this year. It was down in Texas on Lake fork in like every year it doubles in, you know, Susie has said the same thing to us. Like, it's so cool when, when other women reach out to me and they ask me for advice or, or they're like, yeah, I want to get into this. Like, it's like a huge confident boost, right? Like, and, and it makes you feel good that you're doing something awesome, obviously that these other ladies are catching on and getting into. I actually watched that podcast and she said they're moving up to the East. So yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Somewhere close to me would be cool because I would love to join up with everyone. <laughs> we will, uh, we will uh, drop that in Susie's ear, and we'll yeah. make that happen. Go to Jersey, Susie. Exactly. Yeah, and I would just say to any ladies that are out there or whoever is listening right now, if you want to learn about fishing, feel free to reach out to any of us. But also, you know, uh, YouTube is a great asset. Um, sure, I have learned many things on YouTube. Uh, besides fishing, uh, I mean, if you want to learn something specific or just get into it, um, I I think even Mike McKinstry's got some pretty good, uh, videos on there on some beginner stuff, but just don't overthink it. Watch a couple of videos and just go out there and try a few things. It's called fishing for a reason, not catching. So just know that off the bat and maybe start off with something simple, go for some bluegill and maybe not some bass, you know, uh, try to get, unless you're fishing with Brian and then you can, you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, but I mean, it, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say you just use YouTube and then reach out to your friends that, you know, or even personalities like Sandy. I mean, just, you know, reach out to people you think that you can identify with. And I guarantee you, somebody will answer you back and give you at least some insight, um, as to what to use. I love that, man. That's, that's good stuff. And, uh, I mean, Sandy, if you had to give like one piece of advice to man or woman out there that has been like on the fence, like I should start fishing. This fishing thing looks cool. What would you say to them as far as like doing it? I would just say like it's a sport where you really don't have to invest a lot of money in. You could get the cheapest rod and reel, Mm -hmm. whatever lure, bait, and it's a good time. Like really. I I can't say much more than that. Like, go anywhere. You catch, like he, like he said, like bluegill, easiest yeah. just to catch. Mm-hmm. Then you work your way up. Like, you're going to get addicted to it no matter what. So, Jay's good at catching bluegills. I just wanted to throw oh, that in there. I'm the best. The <laughs> best. You ever catch a red breast? What, a red breast sunfish? Yeah, you caught a bunch out here. Green, you know, green sunfish, bluegills, warm mouth. Yeah. There's warm mouths out here too. Oh, yep. green yeah. and warm mouths are invasive here. Oh, yep. you got rock bass too. Yeah, rock bass. And actually, I saw a tu- tu- tutorial somewhere of how to catch a sunfish, and I'm thinking like, you take a little hook, you ball up some yeah. bread, you throw it out yeah. there, and you catch a sunfish. <laughs> like, uh, like, well, and the thing is, too, people they need like you know they need to go to the bait store. You can use baloney. You know, bread, yeah, like anything. you said, yeah, they, you can buy, well, I mean, you can buy like the the artificial baits that a lot of people use for trout, uh, like at Walmart, you can get those gulps, 
And I mean, those fish, like I said earlier in the thing, uh, in the conversation, they're voracious, man. They will eat yeah. like anything for the most part. I've even caught them on bare hooks. You know, so I mean, just screwing around, exactly. you know. Yeah, you could take a Matt soda Lynn. can, a soda can, Matt. some beacon line, a little hook, some bread. <laughs> you don't need a lot of money, you know. If you could do the ghetto style of fishing. Yeah, my my man Matt Linsman's in the chat. He said, "Hey Jay, now I didn't turn this on to hear about rock bass." Uh-oh. <laughs> it was uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, he, he like he likes a longer, darker fish. <laughs> Uh, Steve Carroll says, uh, always wear the PFD river will dump. Even the seasoned angler Jay got oh. to see that firsthand. I know that was a kind of a traumatic s- scenario for both of you guys, man. And we've talked about that before on this podcast, like numerous times, like moving water is dangerous. Yeah. Especially around snakeheads. Yeah. They could eat Just you. Per- yeah, I was going to say, dude, they got some gnarly teeth. I actually yeah. fell in the water one time, and I was scared for my life. <laughs> you, you know you know what I think those things look like? Remember that horror movie, Critters? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they have that same head and the same mouth and teeth. <laughs> like, maybe I can never get it out head. of my head. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. I'm sure that maybe that's where that whole inspiration of that came from. You never know. Oh, that's funny. That's too funny. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, uh, we're kind of winding down here, Sandy. Like uh, anything else you want to talk about, like throw out there for the good, good folks at home. And like, and not only that, like uh, any shout outs and uh, um, where can people follow you and all that good stuff. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Well, they can follow me on Instagram at Jersey Girl Fishing, YouTube Jersey Girl Fishing, I'm affiliated with Cast King, Your Tackle, New Canoe, of course. So, um, you want any demos on a new canoe? Contact me, New Jersey. I'm out of uh, Sicklerville, Bait and Hook. I will take you out for a demo. Nice. Any new canoe you want. Heck yeah. That's what we do at New Canoe. Yeah. Where are you at, Jay? You're over there in the free market, free agent territory. Pretty much. It's nice. I've got a Jackson and a new canoe. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, Sandy, I appreciate you uh, jumping on tonight, chatting with us, and uh, just sharing the good word and what you do and all that good stuff. It's always good chatting with you. I always enjoy it and uh, love what you do. Keep encouraging those ladies out there and uh, get them them out on the water. Steve Carroll just said he he subscribed Boom. oh cool thank you he's the guy you want to get hooked up with uh to uh go out and catch a sturgeon so when you're ready just that's what just i need hit him up yep so. need to for speed yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right on right on 
Thank you, Sandy. We will catch you on the next uh, next time around. And uh, if you got anything coming up, let us know, and uh, we'll get you back on. Always good vibes. Thank you. Thanks, Sandy. We'll see you. See you. All right, Mr. Randall. Uh, another great show. Cool stuff, as always. Another unique guest uh, on the old podcast. And uh, love it, man. Love it. You got any uh, fishing plans for the weekend? Uh, still not sure yet. <clears throat> Thinking about it. I still got to get that out. That means but... uh, no. Well, there's other things going on still. Oh, and I'm kind of under, I'm kind of under the whip right now. Um, I get it because I've been slacking a little bit, but uh, I do I do want to get out there and use that foot pedal. I haven't gotten a chance to use that yet on oh, the new canoe. You're gonna be in love. You're gonna be in love. I know. I know. I've been dreaming I mean, of it forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm excited, man. This weekend's gonna be good. Uh, shout out to Jeff Hep, uh, Fish the Fifty. If you guys don't want uh, follow him on instagram youtube all that good stuff go follow fish the 50 and jeff has helped us out with our tournaments and uh kind of served as the chaplain uh for the paddle and fin crew and all the all the tournaments and uh he's got a goal to catch a fish in all 50 states and i think he's caught like six or i think he's caught fish with me in six states and we're going to knock off two more this weekend, Illinois and Wisconsin. So he's in uh, he's in town. He actually just shot me a text, and he got uh, a bunch of bluegill tonight over at the campground. So, well, so technically, he just out- did Illinois. He did. He did. <laughs> but we're going to change that bluegill to northern pike and largemouth bass. There you go. And there you go. maybe a Walter. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. So, totally. get. Oh, man. Yeah. I think he's and, good. Uh, we're going to go up to Wisconsin tomorrow as well. So uh, we're going to see if uh, maybe we get down some Walters and some bass up there as well. So then we could have a good old fish fry tomorrow night. Uh, yeah. Good stuff, hey, eat man. A pipe. Eat a pipe with him, dude. Yeah, that's he true. Has I didn't think of that. Yeah. I just don't want to put the slimy bastard in the live well. and just, I know, dude. Yeah, those things. Then I got to clean it <laughs> out, you know? Because I got him and his buddy, so we're not fishing out of kayaks this weekend. It'll be out of a boat. I know, boo-hoo, but uh, um, no, nah, it should be a good weekend, man. I'm really, really looking forward to it, so it should yeah, be a good time. Cool. Yeah. And then next weekend, me. <laughs> and Jay's in town. Right. Like it. And, well, again, we'll probably be in the boat. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to not let you leave. No, nah, I think we'll go do a river float, though. River float. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. We got to shoot some video too. So be on the lookout for that. Speaking of which, uh, if you're listening on the podcast uh, Friday, uh, if you guys are watching now, tomorrow, uh, got a cool little video uh, releasing on the Paddle and Fin page, uh, YouTube page. I uh, rigged up a uh, new canoe Frontier 12 and then XI3. Um, so if you guys are thinking about getting into an XI3, I kind of walk through the wiring setup and we did a, a cool setup, uh, for the customer for the battery, uh, cause it was through the Rocktown adventures here locally to me. And, uh, we took a, uh, one of those new yak attack pro black pack crates, and, uh, that's going to serve as his battery box. Um, so we kind of rigged up all the stuff through there, did some of the, uh, through haul wiring kits on it to run the lines through and stuff. So pretty cool setup. 
just to uh, give you guys some ideas, uh, maybe if you're looking to set up a boat. So uh, that'll release tomorrow at noon, I believe. is Noon Central is what I set it for. So should be cool. Check that out. You got anything else, Jay? Final thoughts? No, sir. <laughs> as usual. As, as usual. <laughs> Jay like the never ten, lets the us ten words I the ten words I said in the podcast. That's it. That's all I got. Salt and take. Love it. Love it. All right, boys and girls. Till next time. Tight lines. Smooth paddle. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures your midwest premier paddle sports destination go to rocktownadventures.com eastport marina the beautiful destination on dale hollow lake if you're looking for lodging kayaks kayak accessories or anything fishing related on the beautiful dale hollow lake go to eastport.info and jig masters jigs when in doubt get the jig out go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. fun to go like just full-blown redneck on these fish this is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here from the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters enjoy the best fishing panama city beach has to offer during chasing the sun sundays at 9 30 a.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment